VHS files contain spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. We're cooking now, kids! Welcome back to the VHS Files <laughs> podcast. Tonight, we're here to talk about the best movie we've ever talked about on this podcast. Happy St. Patty's Day, or day after St. Patty's Day when you're listening to this. So we're back with Green Month, and we're talking about uh, some lucky little bastard tonight as far as movies go. But how are you guys doing? How's your week been so far? Oh, my work, my... <laughs> That's how his week is gone, folks! He can't even fucking talk. <laughs> Fine words. Fine words, gentlemen. Fine uh, words. I wasn't ready to answer that question. Uh, <laughs> all I did, I work. Oh, so you're kicking it back to me. My week's yeah, yeah. great. That's why I drink green beer to cope with my week. So, and how did you make a- that green? Did you put green food coloring in there? No, I milked it out of a a, a green beer cow. <laughs> what the fuck else did I do? <laughs> I put green food coloring in it. I guess uh, yeah, that does seem like a stupid question. Yeah. Is it turning your mouth green though when you're drinking it? No, but uh, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, when I go to, to the bathroom in the morning, the toilet will be all kinds of crazy colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean your diaper? Yeah. Oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> As we proceed through the show, Jason's going to keep drinking that green beer. He's going to look like he blew a leprechaun by the end of the episode. Oh, no. <laughs> now that was fun. <laughs> Tonight, we're talking about 1993's Leprechaun. Uh, just thought it would be a good idea for right here around St. Patty's day. And right now I kind of hate myself <laughs> a little on the nose. It was a little on the nose. I think a little bit. I had not seen this movie in years and I figured out there was a reason for that. <laughs> well, off camera, when we were talking earlier, we had this discussion, which movie is worse, this one or uh life force. Uh, I'm two, two against one because I would still rather watch this in life. Yeah, I think I would give Life Force a rewatch before I would watch this one again. <laughs> yeah, I, I would too. Um, well, of course sure. you would, Eric, because you picked Life Force. <laughs> I had never seen it when I picked it. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I still would definitely watch that again over this. I mean, not a lot even happens in this movie. Well, I, I think this movie suffers from the curse of it was made in the 90s. Like, I, I have not been shy about saying my, like, I have a distaste for the 90s. Uh, all that music, all that, all the movies that I watched back then, I seem to really just despise now as I'm, as I'm now in my 40s. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the the style and the filmmaking the, the way the filmmaking looked and all that. But I think this movie definitely suffers from exactly what I don't like about the nineties era. Josh is just an angry old man. Now he's, he's become the, he's become the Clint Eastwood of the show. He's like, get off my fucking porch. Stay off my well, lawn. I hate your fucking well, movies and your music. But this is from his era. I know that's it's from mine too. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird that I feel that way, but I do, man. And, oh, you bet your ass and Nirvana's about to make a comeback. <laughs> bad is bad, dude. Uh, bad is it. bad no matter what, when it comes out. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, we did have some going. We had Scream in the 90s. Yeah. That set up yeah, a whole new turn. That was a good one. It was after question. this, to be fair, though. Yeah, it was uh, three <laughs> years after this, so... But I mean, right. I mentioned yeah, this when it, it kickstarted the horror genre again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty before much. that during the, the downtime. <laughs> 
And I think I mentioned that in the in in our scream episodes. Like there was just this whole big bog of just sequels and really shitty horror movies coming out right before you know between the end of the eighties and right there around ninety five ninety six when Scream came out. Uh, in the theater around this time, you would have had Nine of the, uh, Return of the Living Dead Part Three. Hey, I like that one. That one's actually pretty good. Uh, like Dead that. Dead Alive. Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. Thank you, Josh, for sending me that. By the yeah. way. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, two two movies that I think are way better than this one, for sure. <laughs> but I do want to go ahead and preface that. I'm going to try and have a good time talking about this movie, even though I really despised watching it. <laughs> <laughs> there, are some, there are some things that are positive that I have to say. Well, I mentioned it was uh, 1993, so Eric, why don't you take us back and tell us what was going on? We're sending you back to time. Uh, well, Josh, the Food Network premiered in, uh, on television in 1993. And so did America's weight gain. Bill Clinton was inaugurated as the 42nd uh, president, United States president. And uh, the artist Prince changes his name to a symbol. You gave up on the dad jokes? I'm dude, I'm like, and, I'm waiting uh, for dad jokes. What the hell? <laughs> the people who watch and listen are waiting. And finally, <laughs> uh, this game came out. Hit it, Josh. Is this Doom? Doom. Yes. Doom. Okay. Tell you what. Dude, that's the beginning of every early 2000s metal band. <laughs> man i went to middle school with a kid who was obsessed with doom and i don't think i ever played it but maybe once or twice but this kid was absolutely upset like so much so that he like wrote a school report about it and presented it to the entire school like in the gymnasium and shit like he was into wow. doom man <laughs> Uh, that's, yeah, that's we had. Cool. I had a friend that had a few different computers, and that he would hook up, and we could all play together. You know, that was we played a ton, a ton of Doom. Yeah, no, no jokes tonight, just facts. I'm keeping it straight. Keeping it straight for such a serious movie that we watched this week. You decided to play it straight for it. Yeah. Well, welcome to the most lackluster uh, part of uh, sending you back in time. No dad jokes. Hey, you guys complain about the dad jokes, so. But that's the fun part. <laughs> so slapping I look at you. I look forward to coming here and ridiculing you about your dad dad jokes. Folks, uh, uh, leave us some comments below and tell uh, Eric that he needs to still do dad jokes, or at least go on t Twitter and tag Eric on there and say, "Dude, where's my fucking dad jokes?" <laughs> so, moving well, on. Sent since I think this is going to be a short conversation about a movie, let's go ahead and do this. Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, so, The Bodyguard was a big hit in 1993, but it was also a big hit for the Razzies. We're back to Razzie questions, guys. Oh, God, questions. dude. So... While Kevin Costner was nominated for Worst Actor, he didn't take home the prize. What action star took it home that year? I'll give you a, I'll give you choices. Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sly Stallone. Arnold. Is that your final answer? I'm going with Arnold. 
I gotta pick somebody. Bruce Arnold or Sly? I don't think it's didn't Stallone do Cliffhanger that year. I think Cliffhanger was '91, but I could be wrong. I'll go with Stallone. Then. Eric is the winner. This oh. game's rigged. <laughs> Worst actor for Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Oh my God! <laughs> Estelle Getty, she should have won an Oscar for that role. Yeah. Well, she didn't win an Oscar. She didn't win an Oscar, but she did win a Razzie for that role as well. <laughs> hey, dude! All Golden Girls should win something. Yes. So. R.I.P. Betty White. That that one hurt. That one fucking hit low. Fuck you, universe. Thank you. Moving on. All right. Well, wow. Wow. Uh, the the bodyguard nominated for worst picture, worst actor, worst actress, worst screenplay, worst original song. And both Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner were nominated in the worst new star category. Wow. Houston for her character. And Costner, you would say, well, he's not a new star at this point. He's been in tons of shit. He was nominated for what? Okay, Specific item of his body. Wait, this is in the Razzies. Yes. Say, is this like the porn thing? The worst cock or something? I don't know. Kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, worst, what the uh, fuck? What worst butt? So we have cock and butt. No, yeah, I'm going to go gonna with say worst yeah. butt. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Well, it's it's in the bodyguard. I actually agree with Eric. It's probably going to be a butt shot. Yeah, in the bodyguard. Butt shot. Costner nominated for his crew cut. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, apparently his uh, haircut was uh, not liked amongst the people who run the Razzies. And also nominated in that category for Worst New Star was Sharon Stone for her tribute to Theodore Cleaver in Basic Instinct. <laughs> well, gotta love the beavers. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that shit was pretty funny. So, Oh, man. I, can't, I figured that... Didn't they? I know they were nominated for Razzie, but didn't that song from that movie end up winning the Oscar for best mute song in a movie that year? Maybe I think I, I think I will always love you might have been, but the the, the main like theme song that Whitney Houston did, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, it was nominated for a Razzie. I don't. It might have taken home something at the Oscars, but the Razzies nominated it too. It didn't win. I don't remember what won. Well, I will always love you is her. She Definitely sings it. Like, it's Rammy, a Dolly. Right? Yeah, it's a Dolly Parton song, but yeah. Uh, I thought she won an Oscar for for that movie for singing. I don't know. It she probably a, could have, but I bet I know she, she was, at least won a Grammy or an MTV Music Award or something for it. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about this green turd, Leprechaun, uh, Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. Is it? You did not know it was Warwick Davis. Did no. you not do any fucking homework for this <laughs> damn movie? Did you watch the cast list at the beginning of the fucking movie? No, I missed that. I didn't yes. know. And I know War I know Warwick Davis. It's not like I, I don't know who that is. I just didn't. I didn't know. How? I mean, you can hear him talk and know it's Willow walking it got, around. It got by me, dude. I don't know how. I don't know. Yeah. I don't blame you, Eric. I mean, that's yeah. how much attention. That's about how much attention should be paid to this movie. <laughs> well, the, well, the excellent fact is makeup work. Let's yeah. just say it off the bat. Great yeah. makeup yeah. effects. I could. Oh, he looks great. Yeah. And, uh, and then the wig goes on. And um, 
in breaking it down into sections, it allows a great deal of movement. So, you know, the, the trick is for a makeup artist is to not inhibit the performance, but at the same time, create the look of the character that you want. They did a great job of that. I mean, the buckles on his shoes were perfect. He said the he said the shoes are what completed his like character change. I particularly like the shoes, uh, and if you notice throughout the whole series of films, the shoes are one thing that remain constant. As soon as I got those shoes on, it gave me a different stance. It gave me a different walk. It just made me feel like the character of the Leprechaun. If you ever saw that that foot step into shot, it's like Freddy Krueger's hand, the hockey mask. You know? While I'm not fond of this movie, I have to give it to Warwick Davis because he he throws himself into it oh, sure. 100, 110%. What I thought was funny is when Josh put this out that, hey, we were going to do the Leprechaun for this month. I had literally two days before you gave this list, watch Willow. <laughs> and I'm I was surprised. just like, whoa, stay out honestly, of my fucking I, head, Josh. <laughs> like w Willow, Willow honestly should have been a movie we've already talked about. Like we should be talking about Warwick Davis in that regard as opposed to yeah. this one. But unfortunately, that's not the way the cards landed. Also, so, it's important to note that this is not the Leprechaun. This is just Leprechaun. Did you guys ever think uh, when when you say Leprechaun, it sounds like you're talking about a, a leprosy convention? <laughs> There's the dad joke. We got a dad joke. <laughs> Do it in. He's he's saving them for the main show tonight, guys. It's a con for lepers. <laughs> <laughs> this year's Leprechaun 2022. Leprechaun. Philadelphia, PA. Leprechaun. <laughs> Lost your arm? Don't worry. You can pick one up at Leprechaun. <laughs> And by the way, we are in no way, uh, we, we, we help anybody that's a leper. I'm sorry. <laughs> we love lepers too. Yeah, for all those lepers out there. Yeah, watching our show. <laughs> Don't be offended. With so. that, we want to announce that we're going to be at this year's Leprechaun. So um, we're going to be doing a live show yeah. there for, you know, for everybody. So come bring your body parts. We'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be wearing the full body suit with the respirator. So sorry. I'll make sure it's, it's getting dark. Yeah, man, we're going bad, dude. God, we're horrible. Well, talk about horrible. Jennifer Aniston's in this movie. Um, mm. like, oh, dude, like from the moment she's on screen, I hate her face. Like, oh, really? Dude. And and this isn't. This is coming from someone who has loved Jennifer Aniston for the majority of my life. But watching her in this movie made me so. Like made her so unattractive to me. Like wow. she is terrible in this movie. She's a Beverly Hills bitchy brat. This is a joke, right? This is our poor neighbor's house. And then you're gonna take a star. I'm going to be miserable here. There's no swimming pool, there's no shopping malls, there's no cable. This just feels like proto Rachel. This is like proto Rachel, man. This it doesn't feel that different from friends to me. I don't know. Oh, so are we saying that this is the adventure that happened before she moved to New York and yeah. started hanging there out with her friends? There you go! She went to freaking she North changed Dakota. Her, changed her name so the leprechaun couldn't find her, moved yeah. to New York. No wonder her and Ross ended up together then because he's like a fucking leprechaun. Jesus Christ. Dude, why is Ross like a leprechaun? Sorry. Because he's terrible. Ross is oh. the worst fucking person on Friends. <laughs> Dude, but they should have done an episode where the leprechaun showed up on the show. I think there's probably something in her contract that states you cannot bring up the leprechaun movie. <laughs> and I'm going to now apologize officially to Jennifer for putting her in leprechaun. I know she never forgives me for that. You could kind of tell that she was going to go on to, to great things. Do you know what I mean? There was, there was something about her.
she's not not having anybody talking about this movie. She does not even like recognizing that she was in this movie. That's pretty funny. Hey, all yeah. the big stars start out in horror movies. They're not all great. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah I mean, you got to just... laugh about your old stuff, man. But whatever. Some people take it too seriously, and she well, kind of does. The only redeemable feature of this whole movie is, uh, sorry, I'm going to be a little chauvinist pig again, but uh, the ass shots in this movie are great because they do a lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, Ken Orlan's ass is great in those jeans, man. Yeah, he you know, was, when he's painting that house. Hey, don't talk about fucking Larry from summer school. <laughs> right. He was a stripper in summer school, and then he moved <laughs> on and started a paint company with his uh, his brother and stuff. You were fabulous. Yeah. Oh, gee, we, we're gonna bring characters from the fucking movie multiverse. So we've got oh. we've got him coming from summer school. So we've got uh, uh, what's his name from from Teen Wolf, the the fat guy. He was also I was gonna say Big Pee-wee. Adventure. Yeah, but Pee-wee. yes, yeah. he was Francis. Francis. And, He's and more Pee-wee. Francis. So this is in my so this is where Francis ended up after the events of Big uh, Pee Wee's yeah. Big Adventure. You got Willow, and then. Uh, we got Willow. He's there, and, we, and he's magical. You know, brings the magic from Willow. Maybe yeah. he, had, he, it, he performed a bad spell. It, it misfired, and he was cursed to be a leprechaun at the end of the movie. And, at, and then we, we rounded out with Robert High Gorman, who's the kid from Don't Tell Mom Don't the tell Babysitter's Mom Dead. Babysitter's dead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But, yeah, this uh, I mean, this thing just starts out, too, and it's like, oh, we don't, we're not going to explain any lore to you. You can, just, you can put it together. It's a leprechaun and a pot of gold. Figure it out from here, dumbass. I kind of respect that. Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> one of the redeeming qualities of the movie that I took from it was they went with the basically stereotypical leprechaun mm-hmm. lore. Like, yeah. right. And they are fully aware the whole time of what they're doing. They have the Lucky Charms jokes and that kind of stuff. They're fully of, like people are like leprechaun. Like, that's stupid. Like, yeah. I like the self-awareness. If it didn't have that, I would be shitting on this movie a lot more that's what i'm I'm going to be talking about a lot in this episode is is those little things that they're just really like leaning right into as a whole you know the parts are better than the whole in this one like there are some cool little things in this movie (laughs) yeah and a lot of it has to do with um with the leprechaun with warwick davis i mean i think he does really good here but they 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 set you up for you know exactly what you're getting into and they make the character characters just just likable enough to where it's like, oh, I don't want to see anything happen to them, except Jennifer Aniston. I, I wish she would have died at the end. Dude, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know everybody loves her as Rachel and then everything else that she's gone on to do. And, yeah, she's super hot and all that stuff. But in this movie, yeah, I wish she would, like, the leprechaun would have, like, clawed her eyeballs out or something. Honestly, so. she didn't seem that bad to me. I don't she's know. She's a fucking bratty-ass kid. She's a spoiled yes. bitch. That's the My best the character. That's the I character. That's not but that's what, that's what I'm talking about is the character. I want and to keep see in mind. I am, I am not even really a Jennifer Aniston fan. I liked Friends fine enough. I think this is just like what she does in Friends and in most things. Yeah, Seems pretty much par for the course for me. But and it's good. It's not, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's great or anything, but to come away from this complaining about her first, like how about Ozzy and, and Alex and their little weird relationship, like the kid with the mentally challenged guy and like the kid's kind of abusive to him. And I saw that go Corey. Nice going, Jaws. See, we can go to the hospital and have them operate and fix your brain. 
It's like uh, he, it just tells him that everybody talks about him behind his back. Yeah, right. And I'm like, wow, and, kid. And the thing is, is his character isn't any different than the character he played in Teen Wolf or in Big in Pee Wee's <laughs> Big Adventure. Like he seems like a normal, just br- like a normal guy. Yeah, I know they're trying to make him out to be a, a little on the slower side or something like yeah. that. Well, the problem here is our our crew that we end up with. There's just not enough there to like, uh, and not only that, no, none of our main people die. Right. So you know, in this movie, one of the my notes at the end was like, "Who died in this movie? The cop, cop, uh, the, O'Grady, the, the cop, the, O'Grady the old lady at the beginning, uh, which O'Grady. he puppets. Oh, so O'Grady and what? the O'Grady's. The O'Grady's <laughs> died. Uh, well, two cops, two cops, still two cops. All right. Well, most of our movie is these four people being chased, and none oh, of them are the, the the coin guy that killed the coin guy too. So my first question is: Is do you think L.A. Gear had any money Dude, input into this movie? In my notes, all the L.A. Gear shots. Oh yeah, so <laughs> many, and I think you could sell those exact sneakers right now. Make them the 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 new Yeezys for women, and they would sell like hotcakes. My question is, is do you think Jennifer Aniston ever at her at any point in her life wore LA gear shoes at that point or ever again? Like this is probably a milestone for LA gear yeah. having Jennifer Aniston wear these shoes. I oh, I had a note at the beginning of the film, since we're kind of just getting into it here. Mm-hmm. Felt like as it oh, you know, because I'd never seen this before. So as the mm-hmm. movie opens, I was thinking, wow, this is like more Jim Henson-y than I expected. Yeah. You mean just like from the way it's shot or just like the puppet yeah, work? Or, yeah, just or... all of it. Just the way it looks and the way it, like, it, it didn't feel like a horror movie. It felt like. It looked like it could have been the Muppet it movie. It could have been like Muppet Halloween movie um, or something. You know what you I mean? You remember that show on NBC was called Amazing Stories? And yeah. I think Jim. Jim yeah, Henson, yeah. Spielberg, is, Spielberg did some of those, I think. It does yeah. have that kind of feel to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good example as well. Yeah. Uh, well, this the the story does. I, I still kind of think this looks like a fucking cheap sci-fi channel movie. Well, it, now it would be because we really sci-fi channel really wasn't doing that in the beginning. So did those amazing stories things? Too, yeah, for the most part. I mean, yeah, that's how they budget. felt. They're not Sharknado or anything, you know. But it's Spielberg, man. He gets a free pass. It doesn't matter. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's the damn uh, the Crypt Keeper show? Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. That's I think it feels like it could be a Tales from the Crypt thing too, a little bit. It could definitely be an episode from Tales from the Crypt. I can see that. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it look. I feel like Tales from the Crypt looks a lot better than you this, could whittle but... this down to a, a Tales from the Crypt episode. It honestly needs to be because there's a bunch of filler in it, and it would probably oh, yeah. be really yeah. good. There's one part of the film where I talk about with the whole thing in the woods. It should have been like two minutes <laughs> the entire sequence the entire sequence with the cop when he's running around the trees yes. with the cop yeah that should have been that should have been no more than a minute long like and it goes on for at least five i do have for that i mean i know we're jumping around and that's probably how we're going to do this tonight's episode yeah there's yeah. no sense in talking about this movie yeah. chronologically it's just a series of vignettes but at this point i did notice something because I, I have it in my and there's i noticed it a few times during the movie that shot in the woods was very sam raimi Tell me I'm wrong with the low camera, with the twisting thing, chasing the cop through the woods around the trees. That's not the only thing Sam Raimi in it. When he, when he sticks his hand in the door and his hand gets cut yep. off and it's crawling up the door to the, oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. 
Uh, That's straight Evil the, Dead. The, the man. shot of her in the hospital with the twisting shot like yeah. this. I was like, dude, total Sam Raimi shots in this movie. And they're cool shots for the movie not being that great. I do like those shots. So, but yeah, the, yeah, the hand definitely called to wall. I was just, you know, waiting somebody to show up with a chainsaw and say groovy. So I was just looking at the director of this, uh, Mark Jones, just to see what else he is known for. Uh, Nightman. Remember Nightman, the TV show? Because <laughs> uh, he really didn't direct anything. He did Rumpelstiltskin, which is basically another Leprechaun movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw that. But he was a writer on Alf, Knight Rider, Hunter, A-Team, The Highwayman. I know least josh watched the highway man this dude's this dude wrote my childhood yeah. man how could he make such a dude, shitty movie hey, about a he did Superboy as a producer and he wrote the fall guy these are all movies i loved as a child and then he directed this well yeah <laughs> all those shows i love too but you yeah. know it's crazy i would have never thought that the guy who who wrote or worked on some of those shows would have done this movie like it's, it's that detached for me like it doesn't seem like anything i would have liked out of any of those shows i watched Watching this, I was thinking of like the Universal Monsters and stuff like that too, where it's sort of this magical creature and there's rules like the the put the uh, four leaf clover the four leaf clover on the thing, or if it's on his person, you can kill him, and the rules of taking the money and all that kind of stuff, and the way all that stuff kind of pays off, or you know, is left for a long time where people mm-hmm. find it, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I kept thinking about those movies. He's no Wolfman oh, or great, Frankenstein. But I, I like when there's <laughs> I like the, when there's at least some rules and some lore established, and then you know you get to kind of work within that. And they do stick with it. I it's, mean, the, the, I mean the whole if you go back and read the lore of the leprechauns, and that's how if you could catch a leprechaun, he'll give you his gold. The whole the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, all that kind of stuff. It's cool that they like you said they stuck with it and they. They, I mean, they did it. They 100% stick it to the, everything through the whole movie. They don't waver. Well, that gets to my first really big question about this movie, the way it starts and what we understand about the o- O'Grady's O'Grady. or the O'Grady guy when he's coming home, okay? I got the gold, fair and square. Some of the rules. And, like, if we're obeying the rules of the leprechaun, why doesn't he get to get away with the gold? Why is this leprechaun stalking this guy? Because I think because the, the leprechaun himself is also cursed because he says that. <laughs> so and I was like, maybe that's why he is the way he is, because he said in a previous life, he, he was uh, a shoe person like he he worked mm-hmm. in shoes and polished shoes. And that's why the whole thing, they throw all the damn shoes at him, which is a fucking horrible. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That is one of the best fucking things <laughs> no. about this movie is that he is so enamored with shoes that he has to shine every shoe that he can find. And I think that is the best fucking part of I, this movie. I agree. That that stuff is awesome. And uh, yeah, it makes me think of, um, you know, what made, I was thinking of was uh, it follows too, where like there's rules and it's, and, and you're thinking of ways to like outsmart it, outsmart or, yeah. or get, some distance from him and that kind of stuff. That was funny. And yeah, he's just compulsively wow. clean. You them. just made me think that it follows is just a remake of <laughs> That's Leprechaun. All Eric, dude. You solved it all right It's there. an invisible leprechaun. Basically. Holy shit. You just blew my yeah. mind, bro. Yeah. Now I'm just gonna every time I see somebody walking towards her in that movie, I'm just gonna think of this little fucking leprechaun, Warwick Davis. <laughs> hey. 
Look, you got somebody in the background. Dude, there's somebody behind you. Turn around, Eric. Turn around. Like, there's a leprechaun there's a behind leprechaun. you, man. We're serious. <laughs> Throw shoes at it. Throw shoes at it. <laughs> you got some wing tips? Throw some wing tips on the ground. Let it sit there and work on them for a while. That that's honestly the, the what's keeping me watching this movie is is I think this movie works works very well for a a C comedy. I don't consider this a horror movie hardly well, at all. There's very little horror in it. Yeah, well they said they wanted yeah. to make a horror film, but Warwick Davis kind of turned it into a comedy horror if you want to say they said yeah. he kind of brought the jokes on his own. So although I mean <laughs> that's the thing though I'd like to know what he did bring and what he didn't because I love some of the little jokes he tells, but for the most part, a lot of the shit Warwick Davis is saying is horrendous. <laughs> the little, the rhymes that he does and the songs he sings and shit are all terrible. Oh, they sing in old nursery rhymes. Oh, the ring around the rosy. And I-, <laughs> I know, but him doing that is terrible. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I felt like that's what, what kind of brought him down a little bit for well, me. Well, the, the look of the I, leprechaun, we talk about the, you know, how they stick to sort of the stereotypical leprechaun from the Lucky Charms box. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, his little bag of gold, the way the gold looks, the, the giant rainbow in the sky. There he goes. The giant rainbow <laughs> in the sky. Like, I like all that stuff that's just really just, as straightforwardly, you know, oh, you want a big rainbow? Here's a giant fake looking rainbow. In this oh movie. God, that's like, top, dude, they should have won an Oscar <laughs> for those uh, CGI rainbow. I mean, effects. that's a decision. Like that rainbow is a decision. That's to bad. Make it look like yeah. that, and it it's on purpose, and it's I I like that stuff in this. And Ozzy's response was, "Look, it's a rainbow." <laughs> that stuff I don't like. It's like uh, it's like in Tropic Thunder. You know what they say? Never go for retard. I think they go full and a little too full for me at times. I see. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's going like full that, on. I don't think he's going that level. I think. I think a lot of like. There's a lot of. I, I mean, I would never have said that he went full here. I. I don't think so. Not. I. I I'm not thinking he's on the level of Simple Jack from. But it's just. It's played for comedy, like a lot of these. Uh, you know 80s movies maybe it's the roles maybe it's the roles this particular guy has been given because i i I might see that he's dumbing down uh his character from teen wolf or peewee's big adventure yeah like i find those two characters a little smarter than this one he is but i don't think he's a mentally challenged man whose only friend is a child he's not just a regular guy dude no no yeah he, he is slow slower and for some reason they they make it even further of a divide because alex the kid is like super smart and can fix cars and stuff oh i'm not i'm not saying that this relationship isn't problematic (laughs) they're the worst part of this movie is what i'm saying alex and ozzy are terrible Maybe I can relate to Ozzy because his his first thought when he got this bag of gold was like, hey, I could buy comic books every week. I'm a happy <laughs> I guy. I love that part. When he said that, I went, that's true. Did he try just <laughs> telling the leprechaun like, hey, I will, we can read these comic books together. Like, you want to just read some comic books? Leprechaun would be like, yes. You know? That's <laughs> yeah. like Is that your leprechaun voice? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, it's like the leprechaun, I mean, you can give him his gold and everything, but you remember Ozzy swallowed. That's the thing. How do you swallow a gold coin? Another Just, example of how this man is clearly something's wrong. Yeah, he's not all there. And now yeah, all right. he swallowed a gold coin, a big gold coin. Okay. Now I will watch this movie back when it came out, like on when you could go rent it on VHS. Right. Uh, I'm watching this movie and thinking, you know, in most horror movies, the majority of the cast dies, right? I was mm-hmm. totally waiting for the leprechaun to rip the coin out of his intestines. At any See, point of the how actually, great would that have been? Or shoved his hand up I his thought- ass. And he goes, look at me, gold coin. Ooh, or climbed up his ass. <laughs> and then burst out of him with the coin. Yeah. Guys, guys, let's see if we can crowdfund it and we can remake Leprechaun with our no, ideas. They've already tried to start over with the Leprechaun origins and they, they didn't fix anything. It's still fucking bad. It's not good. But but we can fix it. We can fix it with this requel. We can do a requel on the Leprechaun series. Call Netflix. And Eric will play the Leprechaun. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but That's you know, rude. like me. All right, I'm making a joke because Eric's got red hair and all this stuff. But even in this movie, they make a lot of Irish jokes and little Irish puns through him. But I mean, even in the very beginning, the the main the or well, not the main character, but the the O'Grady. His name is Danny O'Grady, and they call him Danny Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're gonna make all kinds of Irish references through this whole movie at this point, right now. And of course, he's got to be an O Grady because you got to have an O to be Irish. Well, it's just like the leprechaun stuff. It's all just yeah. like this sort of, you know, holiday version of a leprechaun or or Hallmark version or whatever you want to call it. It was basically them cash, uh, cashing in on another holiday with all the holiday movies. Yeah, Friday 13th, Halloween, April Fool's Day, uh, yeah. all that stuff. So, hey, we haven't done a St. Patty's Day uh murder type thing we did even did christmas with silent night deadly night okay let's do leprechaun and make him evil yeah but this was still like i mean this was something that they hadn't touched before but i mean this came a lot later than that stuff i mean you're talking early to mid 80s when all that stuff was being put out now that now you're about early early mid that's why we're scraping the barrel for leprechaun over here we've already used the cooler stuff uh yeah I, i don't mind the premise I, I could see this movie made and be a, a really fun movie in the same vein as like Krampus or, you know, something with more comedy. Uh, not that I love well, Krampus, I, but like something dude, with I more liked comedy. I liked it. All right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fun watch, but like, I think it could have to be funnier, more violence. There's not, yes. There's not enough violence in this movie. It needs more violence, absolutely. Um, some of the comedy in here, though, does does make me chuckle. And there's a my favorite scene in the entire movie is when they're gone, and he gets into the house, and the leprechaun starts rummaging through the kitchen, and he finds the lucky charm or the the, the what is it? Not lucky, lucky charms. It's a uh, lucky clover. Dad. <laughs> 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 that shit's fucking funny. <laughs> But he continues to go through the house. He finds a little handheld mirror, and when he shines it up at his face, he goes, ah! <laughs> like the comedy going on here when he's rummaging through this. And this is where they lay out the thing where he he has to shine all the shoes, and he starts laying all the shoes out on the counter. Right. He trashes like, the whole that, house, but leaves all the shoes clean. Yeah, all lined up neatly. This is crazy. What the hell's going on here? 
Well, it could have been a bear. They sometimes come down from the hills looking for food. Well, what fucking bear is shining <laughs> shoes, man? <laughs> That's my favorite scene in this entire movie. When he kills the store clerk after Ozzy and Alex took the coin, because the, they found the bag of gold in the old beat-up truck that's just sitting out next to a road. There's a whole bag of gold sitting next to the road. Oh no, it was like invisible. Remember when they got in the when they got in the car, it made itself known somehow. I don't remember how, but they take the coin in, and then of course, you know, the leprechaun can go anywhere where his gold is, I guess. You know, he can teleport because he shows up inside the safe. But dude, when he <laughs> comes and he starts on that pogo stick, that is so bad. <laughs> That it's you horrible. Know it's not even that, Warwick Davis on the pogo stick. It's whatever song he's singing right there. That's one of the like that one right there was like the one that kicked it off for me. I was like, these are terrible. Yeah. They should have worked on this a little bit longer because these are bad. But his little quotes even afterwards, they're definitely were going uh, after the, like the Freddy Krueger part three and four one liners. He'll bounce back in no time. <laughs> I think this was more or less like something that could con that could uh, like they could put out there that would go against Chucky. It seems a lot more like child's play yeah. sort of villain. I mean, uh, maybe I'm relating that to the fact that you have I'm a little saying, person in a because dolls, little, but uh, Josh, are you making fun of little <laughs> horror icons? I'm not. And and that's I'm the thing. Not. And this is where I do have a problem with. It. I mean, we're talking about horror icons, you know, that we've talked about on the show. Michael Myers, Jason, Pinhead, blah blah blah. They throw the leprechaun in there on all these movie posters where it's all I'm like why he is not a horror icon at all to me how did they make seven of these like this this did not warrant seven movies I think there's actually eight now I say that though but I, I still kind of want to go back and watch Leprechaun in the Hood because I remember seeing that one at some point and I remember liking it I don't remember liking this one the first time I saw it how old is that Leprechaun in the Hood I think it's like 98, maybe 99 could be early 2000s, 2000 and still Warwick Davis. Yeah. Warwick Davis stuck with it until oh, recently. Ice T's in that one too. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I see it. Then well, you got Leprechaun in space. They made ones where he's in space. I don't think that the Leprechaun series warranted this many movies, but somebody, somebody came to the theater and saw him. Cause I mean, this movie made, uh, I think seven times its budget. So somebody saw it. Somebody wow. liked it. I mean, I didn't I mean, rent its it. budget was microscopic, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it was definitely a rent for me when it came out because, it's like, okay, another horror thing. Let's, you know, try something new, you know. Sure. Yeah, horror it, fans will watch anything is what yeah, you Yeah, we'll watch anything. Like, give me something new to like. Speaking of which, I'm sorry, Jason. I, 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 I have to say something. I catch a lot of shit for not seeing some of these movies. And if... If I am a lesser horror fan because I haven't watched this kind of garbage, well, my God. You are a lesser horror fan. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, it's it's like it's you have to like, pay your dues, it's man. Like, yeah, you have to you have to get through the hard the hard, terrible part of it to get to the good yeah, stuff. You gotta pay your dues. I you got it and went straight to the good stuff. You got to do your slumber party massacres. You got to do your sleepaway camps. You got to do fucking leprechaun. You, you got to earn <laughs> yeah, it, man. You got to earn that badge for your horror vest thing you got going uh, here, you know? Whatever. But it's okay. I mean, Jason doesn't even have his full badge. I mean, he's like completely anti-Argento, and that's a, that's a faux pas in the horror community, so. 
Well, that's my choice. We all have our little quirks. I'm just not a snob, movie snob. I like what I like. <laughs> Doesn't that make you a movie snob? Exactly. <laughs> you like what you like and you don't want to try anything new. That's that's exactly. No, I did. I did. And I was like, what's the big deal? I mean, what's the deal with cancer? What did you watch? Suspiria. Oh, Suspiria. Okay. Because that's the one that's like in the top of the list for best horror movies ever made. What if the only Spielberg movie you watched was Lincoln? You wouldn't really know what Spielberg does, would you? But absolutely not. (laughs) But when it's listed as your number one, as that director's number one horror movie that critics loved and blah, blah, blah. And you go and you watch it and you're like, can we think of another example of the the a director's quote unquote best movie not really being his most praised? His most praised work not being a good example of of really his. What would you, okay? Let me well let me pose this question to you. This is all oh, you've opened up a fucking door now. Uh, <laughs> let me pose this question to you. What would you say is Spielberg's best movie, Eric? What what has he done? Ooh. Yeah, what movie is this? Can I get a list of Spielberg movies so I could choose? Because. Well, I mean, it's hard to not say Jaws. No, 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 no. It it doesn't even need to be like that. It needs to be, okay, when I think of Steven Spielberg, this is pinnacle. This is what I think of him for. Uh, I think E.T., I think Jaws. Immediately when I just say I'm going to think Jaws because I love Jaws. So I also think you guys maybe just saying that because you got put on the spot. No, Jaws. (laughs) Jurassic Park comes to mind as well. Well, people are going to say that, but I I mean, I like Jurassic Park, but I'm going to be... I grew up with Jaws, so I'm gonna go Jaws. I said ET, right? Or ET, right? So, and they know. still don't think, and people don't think those are his. So, best how about movies. you answer my question now? What was your question? <laughs> I said he's saying he doesn't. He knows Argento because he watched his most popular film. No, I watched so the movie that he knows he doesn't said. like Argento because he watched his quote unquote best film. Jason, you saying you watched the one that everybody says is his best is watching his most popular film. You understand no, that, right? But that, I mean, I'm not okay. just saying like I'm talking in I'm talking in my people, the horror community, not the film, just the horror. And they say of his horror films, I understand. You must watch this movie before you die. I agree. I agree that that is the one they say to watch. I agree. Yeah, I'm just saying I was trying to think of another example of of a director that their most popular movie really isn't like indicative of their entire. We're totally left. left here's the thing. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so like here's the thing, like if you told somebody you have to see Jurassic Park before you die and they have not seen any of other any other of Spielberg's work. They would be missing out on fucking Jaws. They would be missing out on Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark. Like, that's the way you kind of have to look at some of that. But that's shit. what we say. But, you know, the other people don't say you have to see what's the that's the what's the other movie? What there's, people? There's, there's three movies in this in the whole. Tr- there's a, it's Suspiria is basically a trilogy. It's a story of was it the, the mother's trilogy or something they call it? there's three movies. You know more about it yeah. than I do. So. Well, because I read. <laughs> that's not the argument, though. We're agreeing but, with you that it's considered his best movie. We're, yeah. we're, we're not arguing with that. We're saying. We're saying, you know, just seeing one of them does, you know, maybe don't write off all of them. That's all I think. No, I'm, I'm just saying that because everybody saying. force feeds it to you. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. You, you're, you're. Jason's going to have the last word here. He's going to have the last word. You bet. Okay. You mark my words. Okay. Jason's going to have the last word. Who is? Me what? or Jason? Me. Me. Jason, Jason. is? Me. Uh, yep. Uh, what? <laughs> huh? You're. <laughs> what? 
I lost my train. What are you trying to say? I don't know what you're saying. This is a good spot for. <laughs> Almost famous. I know that dude. I don't know them. I know her. You, haven't you ever heard of that guy? What, what, that guy who was in that movie that was out last year. I'm sort of famous for being almost famous. All right, who are you guys picking? Who are you guys picking for almost famous this week? Ken Olant. the guy from Summer yes. School. I thought I thought you would uh, pick him. A familiar face from the '80s and '90s. A uh, lot of television. Yeah, he was in a ton of yeah, television. Just almost every he was in 80s show everything you can think of. He's TV. on there. Yeah. Uh, April Fool's Day. He's in April Fool's Day. You name it. <laughs> you name it. <laughs> That's my guy, Jason. Who are you going with? Uh, Mark Holton, Ozzy. Yeah. To me, he's more recognizable yeah. from Pee Wee and Teen Wolf. You know, Pee Wee is what I think yeah, immediately. I, but, yeah, yeah, I think of Pee Wee and him being Francis immediately. But I love Teen Wolf. We've done that episode. I love him as Chubbs. I think of him as Chubbs from Teen Wolf before Pee Wee. I watched Teen Wolf way more yeah, than Pee Wee for like some Pee-wee's reason. I do like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, but I definitely watch Teen Wolf way more. Him in the tub? His giant bathtub? Love that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the same character from Pee Wee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, because maybe it is. He's just I nicer. I think, I think Francis is a little more because, I mean, he figures out the whole thing of how to steal Pee Wee's bike. So he's definitely more mentally That's there. So. Also, Ozzy's a nice guy. Yeah. Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy's a, he's a lovable guy. And Francis is. Well, that's ass. another reason I don't like Jennifer Aniston in this is because she's kind of really bitchy towards him through the whole movie oh they all uh, are and, and like Th- that's another thing yeah. i meant to say was it's not just alex like they all get tired of him because when he's confused or no. he says something that doesn't quite make sense or something they're like shut up you moron you know <laughs> and it's like yeah. hey guys why is this character here so everyone can shit on him <laughs> pretty much pretty much that's what he's there for no, I- go ahead uh, josh did you have yours I had a, well, I, I wrote down the kid from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, but just because instantly I recognized him from that, but I don't think he's done much other no, than weird because he looked really familiar. And is he in more, Jay? Yeah, he was in uh, Rookie of the Year, which I've seen that. It's a baseball kids movie. And yeah, uh, yeah. For, Forever Young with Mel Gibson. Uh, Jenny and I thought it was the son from Poltergeist. And I was like, no fucking way. Oh. His, he, he, was, he was probably this age in Poltergeist. Like, that would make no sense. He looks a lot like he that. He was, kid, in, he was in uh, Empty Nest for a couple episodes. Hey, what he was, was in the Quantum name Leap? That, yeah. The one thing I want to point out, what was the game, the name you picked? Was it Ken? How do you say it? Olant? Larry? Yeah, from, I said Olant, but it could be Olant. Olant. Sure. Dude, all right, tell me, Josh, because you might know. Does he not remind you of the guy that plays the Beastmaster in the face? The Mark Singer. Yeah, because he was Singer. a Beastmaster. He was in V and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. every time I look at him, I'm like, dude, he looks like the Beastmaster. Well, <laughs> I thought that too, but he's also been in episodes of V, so I could be just getting him mixed up in there. No, no, he because the other guy was in V also. But the one that I did want to point, was his name? William Newman, the guy that plays the sheriff? Oh, fuck you, man. You just took no, mine. No, I was pointing it out. I thought you already said yours. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I took your line. Josh, what's your almost famous? Yeah. I wrote down William Newman, just like oh. Jason did. That dude's been in a ton of yeah, he's stuff. Got a, he's got a, a longer list than these other people do. And I, and it's like this. I mean, this is really when you when you narrow it down to the basic core of what we're looking at. And almost famous is like a guy like this. Yeah, I recognized him, but I cannot. I could not have told you his name before I looked it up. But I know I've seen him in all kinds. You are of totally stuff, right. You know? And he was in Miss Doubtfire the same year as this, which was like the biggest yeah. movie of the whole year. 
He was also in a movie that we mentioned in another episode. He was in Squirm. Oh. We need to get to Squirm. Silver Bullet. I'm ready for Squirm. And the Serpent in the Rainbow. That's a movie we have. We might need to talk about one day. That's a that's that's a different kind of horror. It's Wes Craven, yeah, right? That's a different kind of horror movie. Yeah, I remember. That's another late '90s but one. I think that, I remember having those issues movies, with when it. When I think of that movie, I also think the movie uh, Layer of the White Worm. I have not I, seen that. Eric has. I have. I came across that. In the, <laughs> I got the Blu-ray. <laughs> kind of embarrassed to own it now after watching it. Yeah, it, those. <laughs> I, that, um, I mean, it's, it's definitely a weird movie. Those are. I remember those were like movies I always saw on the shelf at the video store next to each other. Mm. It was Layer of the White Worm and Serpent in the Rainbow, and I'm like, well, which one am I going to watch? <laughs> so who won? I mean, there's no winner. We've all got different ones, and that's okay. You're allowed to have your opinion. I did find out uh, digging through all the background stuff for this movie that this the what's his name, uh, Mark Jones, he had to, he was inspired to write this after watching Critters, and thinking of lucky charms well i mean of course that, that makes so total did he sense watch critters smoking a big bowl of stuff and then getting the munchies and eating <laughs> lucky charms afterwards it's like dude <laughs> what if i take these little scary things but i use the leprechaun for the lucky charms box <laughs> how much of that green beer you got left jason <laughs> hey i have a it's question a, it's only 24 ounces when the when the leprechaun his hand gets burned to the thing and he uses the spatula to pry it off. Doesn't that happen mm-hmm. in another movie? God, what yeah. movie is that, Josh? What is know. it? I see I, it. I can see it. I don't oh, know. Shit. Oh, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. When he falls onto the stove. Oh, yeah. yes. Thank you. Because I can that see it in my head. I'm like, I'm like, where is this from? Thank you very much. Again, Sam Raimi. Yep. <laughs> so hey did, did anybody pick out the elm street gag in this movie yes and i have a problem with this <laughs> the what now there's a nightmare on elm street gag i mean they completely rip, oh, a, rip a scene bad. off the, nightmare the on whole elm street. part is right out of part one homage but if you're paying attention to that scene oh, it's a rip off the f- <laughs> the phone is on the floor. The phone is on the floor. The receiver is off of the base. It is off like off the hook, and the the phone is ringing, and it's ringing. It shouldn't yeah, be ringing because it's, it's not. Off it's the not hook. Up. You can't, can't ring. It's magic. And when man. she picks it, magic. And when she picks it up, when she picks it up, it just automatically clicks over to the leprechaun, and then the gag happens. The hand comes out. Josh, I was like, not only can it not ring when the handle's not on. A tiny hand can't come through it. No, that happens either. Neither of those things no, can happen. No, dude, it depends on how much LSD it's funny you're that on. A hand can come out of the phone. It's funny that <laughs> you know you your biggest issues with the you're fact smoking that, some shamrock in the background. Hands yeah. come out of the fucking phone. <laughs> it, it amazes me that there's not references to that. In there's got to be in the hood. Like it's it's it, got to be in there. Oh, of course, absolutely, of course, there is in there. But I, I would have even thought at this time that there would have been some sort of hinting at that in this. But no, they they don't nope. do it at all. It's too many, way too many openings to do this, like to hint at it, so, but not once. So when they explain to to Jennifer Aniston's character that they've they found the gold, they hid it in the well. The scene of her cranking the bucket up out of the well. I would have made her do that scene a hundred times like <laughs> because she looks like she does not 
want to be there doing that <laughs> shit right then and there. And I could just imagine just torturing Jennifer Aniston with just, no, I need to see that again. Like David Fincher, that shit, 85, 85. Stanley, Stanley like, Kubrick, David Fincher, we're not getting it. We're going to stay here until you get it right. Yeah, there's a, that's, that's why Jennifer Aniston has such a problem with this movie. She felt like Shelley Duvall in The Shining, like the, the director just abused her the entire time. Now we're talking about the, you know, the funny parts of this movie and, just overall like wow you know this can't happen because it's leprechaun magic what about the whole tricycle scene when he chases him down in the town with the tricycle the same thing with the wheelchair in the hospital yeah. and chases him home in the wheelchair and he builds a little death machine Dude, car. that little go-kart and like <laughs> and a cop pulls him over that was like shit 10 was seconds awesome. <laughs> it's like you like hear the he has the, NASCAR pit crew. He has four four different modes of transportation <laughs> in this. <laughs> there's his tricycle. There's the one that he steals from the pawn shop, which is awesome. Yeah. I fucking love that scene. And then the one that he makes in the barn out of the, the 30-gallon yeah. drum. Yeah, the go-kart thing. And then the Here. fucking wheelchair. <laughs> like... It's like it's like Warwick, Warwick Davis was going, "Hey, I can't do all this running. You're going to have to do something here, right? Yeah. Something into the script that gets me yeah. around a little I can't easier." I run in normal shoes, and you've got me in like kiss boots. Oh. You got you got Gene Simmons boots <laughs> running Dressed around. Dressed like Gene Simmons. He's about as attractive as Gene Simmons, to be honest. I think I'd rather take the leprechaun home. <laughs> so, but I'm just saying. But the dude, they uh, in there. They said, uh, "Can we get that?" that? Yeah, let me get that clip. Let me get that clip. <laughs> hey, we don't know. Maybe they're gender neutral. Leprechauns are. You don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> Maybe what does they're that not mean male or female? It home. Huh? Because Gene Simmons is obviously a male. Maybe. I don't are you saying it's fine home. if it's a girl leprechaun? Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. Anyway, what? What? <laughs> what? Here's another. Here's another thing. How many times do they leave this fucking house and come back to it? Yeah, they in go this to movie? town twice. Here's the thing: they set up this entire scene with them taking after after what's his face gets stuck in a fucking bear trap. They decide to take him to the hospital, <laughs> and that's when the the leprechaun uses the go kart to flip this truck over. That little bitty thing slips that so, big ass heavy ass truck over. No problem. They set it up to where it's like, oh, he took out our means of transportation. No, there's still the Jeep because so she, she leaves in the Jeep later. Like, it's such a weird setup and, and execution for that. Like, it seems like they're trying to strand them there, yet they just keep leaving and going different places and yeah, coming back. She, well, I was going to say she goes to town because they find out that we find out that O'Grady didn't die. We thought he died at the beginning of the movie from the stroke or heart attack, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But he's actually alive living in a nursing home in town. And they need to find out why or how to kill the leprechaun because none of them can figure it out. But like I said, yeah, she drives to town, talks to him. The leprechaun killed O'Grady finally. And she drives back. It's like she could have stopped by the police station on the way back. Hey, come with me. There's somebody killing my friends and everybody could have come back. Yeah. The problem but, is every time oh. they speak to a cop, they say it's a leprechaun. Well, you don't tell them it's a leprechaun. Yeah. Say there's this crazy guy. He's short. You know, that's it. That's all you got to say. Well, that brings me to another thing about about Jennifer Aniston in this is, you know, you've got you've got Ozzy saying the whole time it's a leprechaun and nobody will believe <laughs> him. And you get to the point where the leprechaun 
attacks the truck, is face-to-face -face with them, chases them through <laughs> the woods, and then they get back in the house, and he's like, Boy, that leprechaun sure is mean. It is not a leprechaun, damn it! I think at this point I'd be willing to believe that's a fucking leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> She's just so mean the entire movie, and I don't think she, I don't think her character ever like makes an arc or like turns around at the end. I think she's that's still true. just as terrible at the end that's of the true. movie. Yeah, she comes in, she doesn't like the old building, and then yeah, the movie ends. Oh, that's pretty much we, it. Wait, we forgot one mode of transportation: roller skates and the skateboard. He becomes Tony Hawk automatically. Yes, the, skate the skateboard <laughs> back and forth, dude. Yep. Yeah, so, the roller skates where he so goes to the six... fence, he's like Looney Tunes. He left the fucking thing <laughs> exactly. In the yes, the shape of. I mean, yeah, it's it's so goofy. Yeah, you need more violence to offset the goofiness. I I, I, yeah, do, it's, I agree it's, with that. Yeah, we needed way more deaths. I mean, at least two of the main cast should have died. At least two. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. I mean, kill that kill that kid. Kill the kid. I don't kill need him the there. Kid. He's making fun of Ozzy the whole time. And unfortunately, like I think Ozzy would have been the prime candidate because you got to rip that go rip yeah. the coin out of hey, his stomach, you know man. That would have been the prime oh, gore. Yeah. That would have been the perfect like the, ending the, to the movie. He pulls it out and he's like, yeah. "Thank you," and he leaves. That would be the greatest ending of the movie ever. Uh, also. They they do try to kill Alex because they say, Alex, get out and try to fix the car. Like <laughs> yeah. the leprechaun's out there. They let the kid go out to fix the car and they're just sitting in the car. And he does. He fixes it. Well, hey, Jason. What? Whose tagline is it anyway? Hey, everybody. It's that time again. <laughs> this is where the taglines are made up and the points don't matter. So because I've almost had 24 ounces of beer, so I don't give a fuck. Taglines. Once again. I wrote some, Hollywood did some. These two idiots over here get to pick which ones I wrote and which ones Hollywood did. And uh, I think, uh, I believe Josh is winning this so far, if I go back. Who's keeping score? Me. It doesn't matter. Oh, we're wrote we're it keeping down. track of each episode as well? Yeah, I've been writing it down at the top. Holy shit, I did not know. <laughs> this just made an interesting turn. Well, already. Okay. First one, her luck just ran out. Real. Fake. It's real. Ah. I'll go ahead and add the asterisk there. I'm looking at the poster oh! that says it on it right here on my what screen. Piece of so. shit. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to say it. Okay. You're out of luck. <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to say that's real because it would be weird to just change... Because Jason likes to try and play with our minds, but now he's now he's now it's reached the point though where he's going to be like, well, now they're going to know that I'm trying to play with their minds, so now I'm yeah. going to put something that's not right. I think it's fake. You said it was Royer. Yeah, it's yeah. fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Gold is his greed, and he'll kill for it. That that seems okay. I think Hollywood. Yeah, I'll wrote agree. That. I wrote it. Wow, an opportunity for me to actually get a point. But I fooled you. <laughs> You'll never guess me taglines. <laughs> <laughs> dirty leprechauns playing mind games on us, Eric. <laughs> All right. No one gets lucky tonight. <laughs> I really like that. I think that's fake. I think it's fake. It is fake. I wrote it. You're out of luck. Didn't you just nope. say that? I told you. I told you. <laughs> now he's really messing with our heads because oh, now I want to say it's real. I uh, told you. 
Fuck it, it's I'm real. I'm gonna say it's fake. <laughs> it is fake. I wrote yes. it. Yes. Okay, we could tie right here, or Josh can win. You're magically delicious. <laughs> uh, a fake. I think that's fake. It's fake. I wrote it. Josh wins. Four to three. <laughs> but hey, I got y'all. Thank hey, thank you guys for thinking of some of the ones I wrote that y'all thought Hollywood makes me feel like I'm doing something here. Since Eric and Josh do all the work on the VHS. You're doing files, something. I just show up looking like an idiot and write stupid <laughs> taglines. That was pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> You're magically delicious. Let's get to the uh, end of the thing where we're we finally figure out to kill the leprechaun. All you need is a slingshot, some gum, and a four-leaf clover. All you need to do is rip off the end of gremlins. That's how you kill a, a leprechaun. Dude, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> it looks just like fucking Stripe melting away in that in that damn Thank fountain you. in the Gremlins, man. Thank you. I do want to say the score in this movie is pretty awful. It sounds like they wrote it on a Casio keyboard. It was a Casio? I thought it was the one you like on display at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Casio might have better sounds. But yeah, that whole thing at the end where Alex is, you know, he's talking, he's trying to set the bear trap, not be afraid. And then, out of, yeah. I mean, that ends real quick. It cuts from him trying yeah. to open the bear trap to kiss the leprechaun, to them showing up. They find the four-leaf clover, which is automatically in the middle of the night, illuminated green. No, the logic, Jason, is the magical coins are around. Therefore, that's why the four-leaf clover will light up. If the magic wasn't there, it wouldn't be there. you got to get it's into like the in lore, lore again, Rings Jason. When, the, when, his, when Frodo's sword glows, when the... The orcs show up, or goblins, orcs. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. I haven't, I haven't seen you thought I was going to drop some real Lord of the Rings knowledge there, and then I... For <laughs> usual. Hey, I like Lord of the Rings <laughs> movies, man. So. I do, too. They're great. I just can't remember all the little names. The Hobbit movies? No. No. <laughs> Sorry, Hollywood or people watching. Man, they're boring. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, we go from the, the lit up green. Gra- Again, another missed thing of talking about the ganja. All the green <laughs> shamrocks. <laughs> Right. But uh, like you said, it just hops right to them shooting him in the mouth with the freaking bubble gum and four-leaf clover. And he also sh- bleeds green, too. Yeah, he things. does. He does bleed green, yeah. I mean, how many times does they shoot him with that shotgun? He didn't have the well, thing that's, on him, that's so my he's biggest... immortal. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. But still, but I mean, how many times did they shoot him and they realize it doesn't do anything? Oh, <laughs> you you're saying come, why keep shooting him? Why keep wasting the ammo? I know yeah. it might slow right. him down, but why? <laughs> You want to talk about wasting ammo when he first fires that shotgun yes. at the at the leprechaun and he unloads the entire <laughs> shotgun into a bush. It is a complete waste of ammo, man. <laughs> I think the shining of the shoe thing is the comic beat of the entire movie. I think it it's is. fucking he's hilarious. So, he's so like frustrated that he's like, ah, I have to. <laughs> he just <laughs> yeah. wants to go kill them, and he's like, shit, I have to clean all these shoes. Well, the best quote of the movie is the end of the uh, movie. The ending scene where the young kid, Robert, has a slingshot with a four-leaf clover, and he pulls it back and says, Fuck you, Lucky Charms. Let's the clover go. A cheer in the theater as I knew it would. That was written in the original script. Um, 
and they kept sending a memo, take it out. Don't do Fuck You Lucky Charms, take it out. And I said, it's so funny, you know, and this will get the biggest cheer in the theater. I mean, even with, like you said, the whole gremlin stripe melting scene, it looked exactly like that. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I mean, yeah. I, I'm probably not saying special effects people, but I mean, they, they definitely stole that. Uh, but then he comes back up out of the, the well and he's sitting there talking and then Nathan mm -hmm. pours the gas in there and it explodes the way it does. And you're just like, okay, I guess we don't know how gas works. So <laughs> no. he, he actually dropped a block of Listen, C4 in, in, in there. In movies like this, ammunition is not a thing you never run out of ammunition oh no and yeah. gasoline is an instant explosion if you have yeah. gasoline yeah two gallons of gas equals four <laughs> sticks of c4 <laughs> yeah. every dime no problem <laughs> but hey but the one thing i do want to point out and i found out in the back reading the backstory of this thing and i didn't know because uh, eric obviously didn't watch the credits coming in or the credits going out because he didn't know warwick davis was in this movie uh did you see the special thanks to George Lucas and Vice President Dan Quayle? No. Yeah, no, there's I a didn't special thanks that. to them both. And I read the reason is is because Warwick Davis was under contract un through Lucas Films for Willow and Star Wars. So mm -hmm. he really couldn't do anything else. Yeah. He got permission to do this. And yeah. Dan Quayle well, gave let him extend his work visa in order to stay in the U.S. to do this, and they thanked him as the first two thanks in the movie wow. is George Lucas <laughs> and Vice President Dan Quayle. Okay, well I'm anxious to hear this. Talk kills. I'll go ahead and kick it off. Uh, I, I didn't have a top kill so much as a I had a bottom <laughs> kill because the kills the kills in this were pretty lackluster in my opinion but right there's you know four at most uh i think i think when grandma dies at the beginning and he uses her as kind of like a a, a a puppet uh is 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 cool but that that kills nothing to write home about uh i'm going with the one jason brought up earlier the pogo stick one because it it and it it in all ways should should be the most fun and and best kill in a movie like this and it does not hit the mark at all. It's really it bad. That's my top kill because the other one, he just really breaks the guy's neck. I think I like the physicality and like the little nuances that that Warwick Davis brings to the to the character a lot more than like any of the dialogue that yeah, comes from yeah. it. him just uh, hopping around and going nuts is what makes it fun. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, top kill. I I gotta go with uh, Miss O'Grady. Not that it's anything amazing, but it felt like it was one of the better kills. And I kept waiting for like more and better, but it didn't really happen. Yeah. So. I do like that one moment when uh, she stabs him in the eye and then he pops the eye out of the cop. An eye for an eye, my dear. <laughs> All right. Well, there's nothing else left but the good, the bad, the ugly. Away. Well, dude, that was a good leprechaun. Why? <laughs> that was that was what I was trying to go. That for. was actually that was good. I liked it. That was a good one. Well, since I since I picked this turd of a movie to talk about tonight, I'll go first. Um, honestly, more on, more on my good list than I thought would be, but uh, I, I like the when there is some gore there. I like that yeah. it's practical gore when the hand gets cut off and it clean. Like I like all that stuff when his hand gets chopped off and he climbs sure. up the door and 
opens the door with it and stuff. I think that stuff's cool. Uh, the leprechaun mobile, uh, namely when uh, it's driving down the road and the cop sees it and the look the cop has on his face <laughs> when he sees it <laughs> made me laugh my ass off. And uh, the irresistible urge to shine shoes is part of my good. Like, I think that that is the best quirk of the movie. Um, my, my bad is the entire movie. The entire movie is bad. Uh, it may have some good things here and there that keep me keep me in it, but it's a bad movie. And normally I wouldn't say, like, don't see this movie, but only see this movie if you really just are so curious that you want to see it because it's not <laughs> no, it's not worth your time. <laughs> uh, and my ugly was, was Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I, you probably saw that coming, but. You sure you don't want anything? No. I mean, yes, I do want something, but I wanted was a watercress salad and an Evian water. But they don't have that here. All they have is cheap whiskey and warm beer. Well, there's water. And then we have another appearance of L.A. Let gear shoes. Shoe off. What do you think this shoe's made <laughs> out of? Yep. Yeah, they really but, cram it down your throat, don't they? All right, Jason, what's uh, yours? good is I like Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Um like the Sam Raimi shots. I like the little homage to that. And they might not have done it on purpose, but I like the look of them. They did a good job. Um, even yeah. though I don't agree with it, I know that they kind of created a semi-horror icon, even though he's not top tier. It's kind of down here. So at least they tried to give us something. Uh, I like, it's a 1993 movie, but I like the 80s cheese to it the little one-liners and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And it didn't take itself too seriously. They knew they were going to make a movie like this. Uh, the bad, the acting, the sound, and it's not that great of a movie. <laughs> so you can agree. I'm the horror guy here. It's not a good movie <laughs> at all. So I agree with Josh. The ugly, why the fuck did they keep making sequels to this? I'll reserve my opinion for when I rewatch Leprechaun into Hood. I, I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stay on this train and be like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna find out if Leprechaun in the Hood uh, redeems Leprechaun know. for me at all. But a lot of people might think, why do they keep making Friday thirteenth movies? Why do they keep making Halloween movies? It's another one, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Why do you keep making sequels to these movies? Stop. So but <laughs> it is what it is. Well, Eric. Oh, close us out. First time okay. watch right here. First time watch. Uh, the good was, uh, uh, yeah, the self-awareness, all the jokes, kind of like we've been saying. Um, the bad was when uh, the guy is teaching her how to paint, and he says, ah, yes, nice even strokes, and she's painting. And the, the shutter, they're painting a shutter, and it's like hanging off the, oh, that's the other thing. The colors were insane. Like, <laughs> who paints house red and blue? Yeah, he's and it was like half painted on Captain the wall, America, half painted on the shutter. Yeah, These guys it's a peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah, peacemaker lives there. He's moving in. <laughs> yeah, peacemaker. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and the ugly guys, the leprechaun is ugly. Even though Jason wants to take him home, <laughs> I do. I'm going to take that guy home. You know, he's so ugly when he looks in the mirror. The reflection ducks. You know what I'm saying? He's a bad joke. <laughs> no, seriously. When he walks into a bank, they turn off the cameras. You know what I'm saying? Probably to make a deposit. <laughs> uh, 
the psychiatrist makes him lie face down, <laughs> you know, rather than face up like normal. He's trying to make up for it now. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh. I'm just saying when he was little, he had to trick or treat by phone. You know what I'm saying? His birth certificate is an apology letter. <laughs> oh. I mean, his teeth, his teeth are disgusting. They're, they're, his teeth are so yes, yellow when he smiles at traffic, it slows down. I don't even remember which one it was you said that was funny, but one, one of them, them was, was fucking... funny. Hopefully. <sighs> oh, man. I even wrote down for ugly with it, it says Jennifer Aniston is my ugly, and that's coming from a movie about a hideous leprechaun. <laughs> so, and that's our conversation about leprechaun. Now, if you uh, if you're a Rotten Tomatoes fan, which I don't really check out Rotten Tomatoes a whole lot, but I thought it would be fun for this one, you will find Leprechaun sits at a 27 percent. <laughs> with the tomato meter and an audience score wow. of 32 percent not great what i thought was comical is you might also like <laughs> if you <laughs> like <not>. leprechaun <laughs> tales from the crypt bordello of blood mm, that's horrible besides all the boobs bats with lou diamond phillips friday the 13th part three which is a wow miles yeah. better movie than this <laughs> Well, they're saying you'll Village like of the it. Damned, John Carpenter movie. So it's okay if it's better, right? I'm just saying the comparison between the first couple to the <laughs> next one is like, <laughs> and also Firestarter, which Firestarter is wow. I I, I need to rewatch the original because yes. you know we got that new hey, one coming. While out. we're in here talking about reviews, I wrote a review down for when this movie came out. A review said mm-hmm. it was an utter waste of perfectly good Kodak film stock. That's bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Sorry, Mark Jones. Sorry, Warwick Davis. We love your other movies. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our conversation about Leprechaun. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, I do want to say I was just on an episode of Not a Bomb podcast where we talked about uh, Tony Scott directed Quentin Tarantino written True Romance, and that was a fun conversation. So if you would head over and check out our guys at Not A Bomb Podcast and check out that episode, they would appreciate it, as would I. Also, next week, we will be giving away the Blu-ray copy of Lamb from A24. So make sure you tune in to next week's episode to find out what you need to do to enter to win a copy of Lamb from A24. All right, everyone. And please leave us a comment below. Let us know if you like Leprechaun. Let us know if you don't like it. How, what's your opinion? Do you, do you, do you kind of err on the side as, as us and find it more of a comedy than a horror? Or do you find it as a good, entertaining horror movie? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, be kind. Rewind! And we live a lot. You've been listening to the VHS Files podcast. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and drop us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast. It was fun. <laughs> Send your questions, comments, and movie suggestions to vhsfilespodcast at gmail.com. He's sick fucks. He's seen one too many movies. Don't you blame the movies. Follow us on all social media outlets at vhsfilespodcast. Movies don't create psychos. Check out our YouTube channel for more content. Movies make psychos more creative. Thanks for listening. Because fuck only has Easter shit because, you know, we live in the Bible Belt. So we got to celebrate, you know, the... 
Happy celebrate, Zombie Day. Celebrate Zombie Jesus, not zombie. the fucking dirty, sinning Irish people. Yeah, no, <laughs> you can't have that. You know, that's the people run around and get drunk and love everybody. Occasionally fight. But remember, on St. Patty's Day, we're all Irish. <laughs>